Good morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. So spring has arrived, although some days feels like it went back into hiding. <laughs> uh, it's here. I think it's official. Well, it's officially here, and I think it's here to stay with just a few little uh, setbacks over here and there. Let's call it. As in, I was digging out my more wintry coat. It was like a fall coat the other day, but nonetheless, I believe that uh, the spring is is truly here. So therefore, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit today about the trends. I know I kind of mentioned them and I thought, you know, if you're looking to sort of update your look and and let's kind of dig into the trends because you know what, there's so much out there and I feel like, oh, it's obvious they're, you know, they're everywhere. It's social media, you can see. But I actually think we need to break them down and just a few just a few, not too many. Um, and I, I've selected a few. I have five trends for women um, to kind of update your look. But are I don't even want to call them trends because these, the few that I've selected, I've narrowed them down, really aren't super trendy. They could be, but they also could be a staple in your closet. So I'm trying, I was trying to look for things that aren't super duper trendy and you won't want to wear it again next season or you will waste your money if you buy the stuff because you won't like it or it'll be out or whatever. So I've done the research and I have brought to you a few trends. And by the way, a little later in the show, I also investigated men trends. So I've got some some of that because I feel like we kind of tend to ignore the guys sometimes because your wardrobe is a little less exciting. But it's okay. I've got some options for you as well, some fun options. So we'll stay tuned for that. All right, let's get into it. So lots and lots going on more than ever i feel like every year there are becoming more and more trends to choose from and on top of that it's a lot of what's old is new again so not only do we have new stuff we have old stuff coming back as new stuff i think it can get pretty tricky it can get complicated and i also feel that there is just a bevy of information out there on the internet everywhere we go so um you know if you're not shopping's not your favorite thing or if you just don't have the time I've got it I've simplified it for you and um here are my suggestions okay first of all let's talk about color I think even if you're not quote-unquote a color person and I hear this all the time I don't wear color I'm not a color person I don't look good in this this and you just fill in the blank with whatever color people think they don't look good in my reply is always this everyone can wear every color it just depends on the shade or the hue so every color has probably 75 different shades to it. I, always, I like to tell this little story. So when I was in college, my major was architecture and interior design. And in the earlier years, everyone is combined, and then eventually you split up. The architects go one way, and the interior designers go another. I went to, it was, this is a four-year degree, by the way. So in the um, first two years, we're kind of all together, and we, had, we all had to study texture, of course. And one of the textures was marble. We happened to be studying that point. We had to uh, – our professor came in and li- uh, sort of had these different slabs of marble, all different color marbles, just raw pieces chopped, and he laid them on the desk. And he said, everyone come up and select a piece of marble that you like. Of course, we didn't – it was a little uh, very Project Runway-ish. <laughs> so we didn't know what we were doing, so of course I went up and I – I picked this beautiful white marble with lots of green in it because I thought, oh, this is cool. It's got all this gray green running through it and black green and gray. And then we sat down at our seats and then he proceeded to tell us that we would have to paint this to mimic exactly the piece of marble we had. Okay, not a problem. Hold on. 
Then he told us we would have to paint it and we would have to paint it and take an exacto knife and paint it into teeny tiny little one by one one inch by one inch squares so basically you had to paint it as a whole piece and then you had to cut it up with an exacto knife and make it into little squares but and it had to look like it was all as one piece so you had to decide whether you were going to do that paint it as one piece and then cut it that could work, or cut it and then paint each piece, which for some people's marble, that actually worked better, believe it or not. Okay, so I thought, all right, well, that's getting trickier. Okay, on top of that, I had white with gray. So um, he said, oh, and whatever colors are in your marble, you need to show 10 different shades of that color. So I thought I was getting away easy with just some white paint and just a little gray paint. Oh, no. So I had to show 10 different shades of white. I had to show 10 different shades of gray. So and by the way, 10 was that was going easy on me because I could have had to do more. So I quickly learned, uh, you know, early on in college that there are many shades to each and every color. And that was actually the most challenging part of the whole project was to show that. I had to show a scale above my piece of marble that I mimicked. I had to show the scale of gray and sh- a scale of white. So um, the, the easier part came is when I just had to just take white and just keep add, or take gray and just keep adding white to get the shade. So that part wasn't too bad. Good thing I didn't take the brownish color or the rust color <laughs> or the green marble. I think that would have been more tricky. So there so okay, so that was my story. And so from then on I always knew, well, there are it's not just light blue, medium blue, dark blue. There are probably 70 shades of blue or red or any given color. So what I'm saying is every almost every color has a warmer base or a cooler base. So depending on your skin tone, you would look good in one or the other or both. Some people look great in both cool tones and warm tones. So yes, blue is generally a co- cooler color. But if you get a blue that's got a very warm undertone to it, so in other words, there's other colors mixed into it. Maybe it's a, especially in fabric, maybe it's a sweater that has a brown undertone to it. It suddenly becomes more warm. So there's that. <laughs> problem comes in if you're colorblind, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's when you hire an expert like me. All right. So color. I want to talk about color, injecting color into your wardrobe. So this year, there are great choices for those non-color people. There's the obvious colors, the bright spring colors, the yellows, the greens, the pinks. Okay, we got that. There's the color of the year. Remember that? Living coral, it's called by Pantone named Living Coral. So that's a very orangey, pinky, salmon-y kind of color. For the people that don't love color, this is for you. Lavender. Lavender's huge this spring. And I'm not, I wouldn't, I didn't love it at first. I love it right now. And I, again, I bought one thing. I think I have one or two pieces. And that's it. I probably won't buy any more. I have a jacket, a boyfriend style jacket. So it's sort of a bigger cut. I wear it open and then I can wear whatever color underneath. It pairs really nicely with all the neutral colors. For the people that don't like color, it pairs really beautifully with gray. Lavender and gray is very soft, very sort of dove-like. Lavender and beige, also very nice. Obviously works well with white. White really pops it. If you want to do a little bit of color, Lavender and a very soft peach, very soft, very light, light, light peach, or my favorite combination, lavender and a celery green. 
So that green's got to be really light, almost like a soft, like even lighter than celery. Think celery, but go in that direction, lavender. I actually had these colors in my wedding, I just realized. I had lavender, dark dark purple, a lavender, lighter purple, and a green, a light green, like a celadon. I think it was celadon green, which is like celery green. Just realize that. Um, So that works really well. So there's a good uh, color combination for you, a couple of good ones. Um, I would just go with something really soft if you're not a big color person. And what I really love it in, suiting for spring. So yes, I'm suggesting go for suiting. And, And I had this question pop up recently. Well, if I'm not a color girl, if I don't like to wear color, can I do a gray or beige and neutral suit with a colored blouse? Of course. Yes, but my point is to get you to step out of the box and to get you into that colored suiting. So maybe it is a pale pink suit. Um, I love the suiting that's available for women right now because there are so many different cuts, and yet it's still very tailored and still very feminine looking. So I really love like a cropped pant uh, with a matching jacket, which is a a suiting, or a skirt and a jacket. Um, Loving that. So... Okay, next on my list is, now, wait for it when I say this, don't cringe, biker shorts. I know you're thinking, oh my gosh, no. But here it is. For you ladies that are more athletic, for the ladies that are even not athletic, the yogis, the people that run around in leggings all the time, which, by the way, I think is a large population of women in Greenwich, that's you. You're a biker short. If you wear leggings, you can wear biker shorts. So you've got it. Don't be intimidated. Here's how you're going to wear it. Think of it as a shorter legging. Wear it as a shorter legging. So however you would wear your leggings, if you say, well, I don't like to show my bum. Okay, then same thing. Wear an oversized sweatshirt that comes to your hips. Um, I'm not suggesting wear it with a crop top. Um, the other thing is biker short doesn't have to be spandex. It could be a denim version, which, by the way, I really like. Um, I think on me, I wasn't loving it. On me, it's a little tricky because I have very short legs. So this might depend on your proportion. This would be a little trickier to to um, pull off. So it could be a little bit like more mid-thigh or it could be all the way down like a Bermuda-style short, which is just above the knee. Um, but it could be denim with a little frayed edge. I think this is really adorable. And again, this is the same thing as wearing a skinny jean. It's just shorter. So if you go with the something just maybe an inch or two above your knee, you're really just showing your calf. It's not really short shorts. This is a biker short, which is definitely a little bit longer. And I would style it like this. If you're doing a denim cutoff, quote-unquote, biker short, I would do a boyfriend-style jacket. I would do a fitted T-shirt and then maybe an oversized sweatshirt or an oversized a boyfriend jacket over it and that could be a denim jacket that could be more of a blazer throw it on with a pair of sneakers or um, maybe a flat I would probably do a flat I wouldn't do a heel with this and you this is your new take on athleisure see this is how things evolve you kind of have to just keep going with it so it is athleisure but you're now twisting it and making it if you're adding a boyfriend jacket or a blazer you're now kind of changing it up but it's a weekend look it's a casual look nonetheless certainly not office wear Uh, But I really love this idea. I love this. I've seen this done, and I like it. Again, it's just thinking of it as thinking of a biker short as a legging or a skinny jean, a shorter version. And however you would style that is how you would style the short. 
Um, and I like that better than short shorts. <laughs> I really don't like short shorts. All right. Uh, what else is on my list? I've also got cropped flared denim. This to me is more of a staple than it's not a trend. I want to say because this has been around for a few seasons. So I'm going to call this more of a closet staple than it is a trend. I am loving the cropped flared denim. So it's basically it's fitted through the leg and then it flares out a little bit. It's not a flare. It's not certainly not a bell bottom. It just flares out ever so slightly um, at the bottom of your, like below the knee, like maybe mid calf. And then it's cropped. If that style, this style I think looks good on a lot of people, but if you say no way, then you can certainly do a cropped skinny. You can stick to a skinny jean that's cropped, or the opposite end of that is a wide leg cropped, which I also love. Um, obvious reasons it shows off your shoe so why not it shows off that great summer wedge you're going to wear um uh, or maybe it's a big chunky sneaker you're going to you're going to wear but this is the pant i think this is the all season pant now that i'm thinking about it i think that this isn't just for summer i think that in the winter in the fall you put on a pair of knee boots and now you're kind of showing off the boot so the point is it's cropped and cropped i'm going to say above the ankle maybe even a little high I crop my pants actually even higher again because of my proportions I have shorter legs so I tend to crop mine higher than the average person I would say if it's to my uh, just above my ankle I'll crop it up another two inches and that's a little trick petite ladies (laughs) petite ladies that have short legs it's a little trick and then I wear high shoes so you see what I do I just play with the proportion and suddenly people think I'm much taller than I am and that usually goes on unless they see me <laughs> in a pair of flip-flops, which is hardly ever, or a pair of sneakers, and they say, oh, I thought you were taller. <laughs> and I say, well, I'm good at what I do. So, um, yeah, so cropped flare denim is definitely on my list for you ladies. Also on my list is a pastel-colored blazer. And I'm specifically saying pastel color and specifically saying blazer. Why? Because this kind of marries the two of adding color it's springtime it's great for spring and then a blazer is a great jacket that's not just for the office or not just for a meeting or not just to dress up something I've been styling my blazers lately I have to tell you I'm loving this new little uniform so my spring uniform is this I've been wearing a tailored blazer either a button-down shirt or probably a t-shirt underneath a pair of jeans and then either either a pair of espadrilles I've got platform espadrilles or sneakers and this has been my little sort of um, casual work outfit so it's a you know probably a blazer a t-shirt a skinny jean and a, and a chunky sneaker and I love this look so I'm pulled together because of the blazer but I'm comfortable because of the jeans and the sneakers and of course I'll accessorize it with with uh, earrings big statement earrings or a bunch of necklaces or whatever it may be and kind of you know tie it all in with a with a great bag but this has been my little go-to run around um casual work not dressy work but casual weekend also weekend wear also i love this look for travel um i'm very into being super comfortable when i travel whether it's a one-hour flight or it's a seven-hour flight or 12-hour flight um i like this why because then you can take off the blazer on the plane you're in a t-shirt or a, or a button-down shirt jeans and sneakers and then you can put on the blazer when you get off the plane and you're again well put together so I like this look. So pastel, I just think to add some color to your wardrobe, 
I think it's a great idea. Um, and go with a more warmer tone. So I was talking about lavender a few minutes ago. Uh, one of the jackets that I pull out every single year that I probably had for, oh, I want to say five years now, it's a really pale, pale pink. And in some lights, it looks more sort of beigey. It's got a warm undertone. In some lights, it looks almost more white. And some lights, it looks more pink. Um, but I, And then I bought that same jacket in white as well because I loved the um, cut of it so so well. It sort of just hits me right at the mid-hip. It's a, a collarless blazer, actually, and it's nipped in at the, you know, it's tailored. So I love that. And, and so that's kind of my version of a pastel blazer is this really soft pink. Um, but I've seen lots of great colors. I've seen beautiful mint green. It, um, it's great for this time of year as well. And again, self-explanatory. I don't think I need to explain how to style a, a pastel blazer really goes with anything at all. This could even work well over a little cocktail dress. So if you've got something strapless or something without sleeves and you want to just have a little something that looks, I like this. I like it much better than I'll never style a dress with a cardigan ever. That's to me, that's very sort of dated. And um, I, I would always wear either a little leather biker jacket or I'd wear an actual blazer over my cocktail dress. I think it looks very modern. And I think you could really play with fabric there, whether you have a beaded dress on or you have a, a more simpler dress on and you throw a beaded jacket over, you're kind of playing with um, texture and that always makes your outfit much more interesting. All right. And then last on my list for ladies to sort of update your wardrobe is, oh, this is a simple one. Earth tones. So earth tones are back in a big way. They were all over the spring runways, but it's head to toe. So it's tonal dressing, head to toe earth tones. Okay, this is, you know, I'm always shouting color, color, color. This is like the opposite. Uh, But I'm going to say this. Beware. This could quickly look boring if you're in beige from head to toe. And and this is what you're going to do to make it not so boring. You've got to play with texture and layers. So tan, cream, khaki. I would wear all of these colors together, by the way. Tan, cream, khaki, beige. I'd wear that. That's a neutral palette. But I would have different shades or I would play with texture. So a silk, satin, denim. If you're doing khaki on the bottom, then maybe you do a a lightweight knit on top. You've got to really play with texture if you're playing with the same color. I would not match. I wouldn't be matchy-matchy because this is where it will. It won't come off as, well, I look taller and leaner. It will just come off as boring. If you've got head-to-toe beige, let's... Um, white is a dip. It's probably the only color, which is not really a color. I do say match it. It looks good. Um, again, safer way to do tonal dressing with any color, but especially with earth tones, is to go shade a little bit darker on the top or the bottom, even a third color, but all darker, darker, lighter cream, and then and you've got three different colors, but yet it's earth tone and it's... I know a lot of people are going to be happy about this trend. <laughs> Great. So, um, you know me, and I would always suggest adding in just a little bling, maybe a little metallic belt or a metallic shoe or a metallic handbag or something for a little extra zhuzh. It'll give you that, not necessarily sparkle, but it'll give you texture and it'll give you a little sheen. So light will bounce off of it and it could be as simple as, you know, a little bag that's got some spring. 
So earth tones, head to toe, love it, vary the textures, and you're good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to tell you what I'm loving and not loving trends this year. And guys, you're next. You won't want to miss it on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. We're talking spring must-haves. And I kind of went over my top five picks for ladies. Um, And here are some things that I wanted to share with you, some trends you may have seen um, that I'm... not that I'm not loving. I would just say I wouldn't invest in any of this. So so here's one of two things. So neon, this is a trend. Now, before I say this, I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't tell you I have a few neon pieces. But I was very, very specific when and where and what I bought. So I was in Zara, I believe it was Zara, and I bought two tank tops. So two camis and one's a pink and one's a yellow. And they are neon. That was it. So it's a layering piece that I thought, oh, this would be great. I could even put it over a swimsuit, you know, on the way to the pool. Um, I certainly can wear it with anything under something. And I believe I also bought a windbreaker, a windbreaker that's actually navy, and it has some um, neon pink stripes in it. Um, And then a crossbody bag that has an adjustable strap that is neon, but I could change it out to just all black. The bag itself is black and the strap is just – that's it. That was my (laughs) nod towards the neon. I actually like it. I like a little pop of it and that's it. But I wouldn't go any further than that, maybe one or two pieces. And as I said, I bought the stuff – the bag and the jacket I think I bought at Zara. uh, No, I'm sorry, Urban Outfitters. And the camis I bought at Zara. So I did not spend a lot of money. Here are some other things I'm not loving. Tie-dyed. Not loving this trend. This, to me, looks exactly the same as it did back the first time around. Maybe there's a little brighter colors. Maybe I've seen some rainbow tie-dyed, very, very bright and vivid. Maybe. But to me, it's tie-dye. Okay, so if you liked it before, you can like it again. I personally don't love it. I don't know what it is I don't love it about it. I'm not sure. It's a lot of color. Why wouldn't I like it? I think to me it looks a little messy. <laughs> you have an it's opinion? It's generally about? made with cheap clothing. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I Maybe don't know. that's it. You're right. I did see, however, a beautiful pleated skirt, long maxi skirt, and it was not obviously it was made of like a chiffon. So this was hmm. not, and this was not inexpensive. And I still didn't like it. Okay. But that particular skirt was a lot. It was a bright color. I mean, it was bright colors. It was like rainbow. So just like I wouldn't buy a rainbow skirt that's floor length. That was too, that's too much, I think. But I think that's too much for me. And it I, also disturbs the line of the clothing. Yeah. Kind of purposely, I think, sometimes. Yeah. I think I could do a tie-dye t-shirt. 
I mean, I it's not on my shopping list, but I think it. Let's say I got it as a gift. I'd wear a tie dye T shirt probably. Maybe that's underneath something else. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't know. It's just not it's not my thing. I don't know why. I I was thinking about this like why don't I love it? Is it too messy? Is it I don't know, but I love print. Uh, the other thing I'm not loving in the season is this is a huge trend are feathers, but it's like overdone feathers and ruffles. And I'm ta- I love a good ruffle dress, don't get me wrong, a skirt or a blouse with puff sleeves. Love that. Very girly. And I love feathers. With, it's on shoes or a handbag. But this trend is over the top. And I think, who really can wear this? This looks amazing on the runway on a six-foot-tall model that's long and lean and beautiful and up on a pedestal under lights with hair and makeup done. This does not look good on you and I. So um, I'm not loving that. And it's and I've seen a lot of it mainstream fashion right now. Overdone. Lots and lots of dresses with feathers. I'll tell you as a as a a ballroom dancer that's my hobby I know a lot about feathers and sequins and stones and what happens every time there's a feather dress on the floor when that person leaves the floor they have to do a floor sweep this is true story because that person's dress has molted all you know the swan has has melted all over the floor because you're moving and you're dancing well the same thing's going to happen in everyday life you're going to leave a little trail of feathers they're they will be bound to come off, trust me. So I'm not loving those trends. Save your money, I say, unless you absolutely have, you know, find the must-have piece, of course. All right, so let's get to the men. So here's the thing with men. So closet update for men, probably a little bit simpler. Um, and uh, I think tends to look a little like a formula, a man's closet. So I'm going to suggest this. First of all, uh, light wash denim I am loving right now I love this for men and women but this is really big we've seen this on the men's market more so than anything light wash denim love this very easy casual a great summer look cropped trousers this is not for everyone um this is definitely I even think this might be a little of certain age group and definitely a certain body type. Not everyone can pull this off. Um, sling bags, which I love again as women as well. It basically takes the place of that crossbody bag. It's the new messenger bag. Is a sling bag, so it goes across your body and it kind of sits just under your your arm, a little lower, maybe at like the waist. Um, track jackets, I'm loving. This I like. It's sort of a lightweight travel jacket. I'm loving this with jeans. I'm pairing it with jeans. I like that look. And rugby shirts slash street preppy is what I have written. So let me explain. Rugby shirts in general are always very preppy looking. But I think you want to make it more urban. And I think you can do it with like a dark, darker denim, a medium denim uh, jean. Maybe it's a lug sole boot. So you're kind of mixing it up. It's not just the rugby shirt with like a varsity jacket and a penny loafer. Let's mix it up and make it a little more urban. But I love rugby shirts. I was like, this this is something old, is something new again. I love this idea of um, bringing this back. And, and so you're making it sort of street preppy, as they call it. So it's not sloppy. It's more street street preppy. So those are my picks for guys. Hope you love that. I hope you like th- those ideas and for ladies as well. Make sure you follow me along on, on social media. I've got always got great pictures of all of these trends that I talk about. So my Instagram is wardrobe underscore envy, E-N-V-Y. Facebook is wardrobe envy. And by the way, Pinterest, I always forget about Pinterest. I've got great boards there. Uh, my Pinterest is also just wardrobe envy. So 
check those out for also some some visual ideas of everything that I've talked about here on the show. And hopefully that helps you with your spring wardrobe update. All right, I'm going to run. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. Go, go, go.